can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. And welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, the J.E., Mr. Doty Fayed. On tonight's podcast, Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. We'll see how it shook things up in the BLC leaderboard. Then we'll take it out to Cromwell, Connecticut. Oh, buffer. <laughs> oh, Christ. For the Travelers Championship. With a little casting couch, red shoe gratitude diaries, all mixed in. Hey, John, how you doing, bub? Words. Wyndham does it again. Lady Wendy. <laughs> I mean, me and Risser, the only guy that's really had faith in this guy the last few years, huh? <laughs> I love Trav. to pick him. <laughs> Trav is sincerely pissed at the entire league. How did anyone in the league not have the fucking ball to take this no, guy? BLC, bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it? <laughs> what the fuck? You didn't save him for any majors, Trav? Yeah. Uh, it was... I, I went back. I did my research. The first time that I picked Wyndham Clark was the Honda Classic in 2020, which was almost over three years ago. That you was know? pre-COVID. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, the reason why I liked Wyndham so much because he was one of the first guests to ever come on subpar. He's got the ties to my guy, Sleaze, Drew Stoltz, but also... Knew about his story. He was a phenom in college. Spent some time in Stillwater. What obviously we we heard it a million times on the fucking broadcast. His mom died of breast cancer, which kind of led him to go to Oregon, kind of. And uh, the rest is history. You know his ca- his caddy, John Ellis, was an assistant coach there, and he took the same route that Phil's brother took and just hopped on. You yeah, know, Phil's not even on, or Phil's brother isn't on John Rahm's bag anymore. I bet he hates his life because he's not, but. John Ellis is in a very good spot. I imagine being Wyndham Clark's caddy now after winning seven point two million dollars in the last you know couple months. Yeah, is doing a lot better than being an assistant golf coach for Oregon. Yeah, fuck you, little amateur losers. For, for Casey Mark Martin's twig <laughs> twig ass leg. Oh, no, no never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, let it rip. But yeah, I mean. The big. I mean, it's a he's a major champion. Wyndham Clark is a major champion. I got a lot of heat from a lot of different people. Why do you like this guy so much? This is why. I'm a fucking prophet. No, Did I think he was going to win the U.S. Open? No. Not close. Remember whenever you asked uh, the week before, uh, it was at Quail Hall after he'd won. He said, you going to pick him for the PGA? I was I don't know. I might, but I never thought about it. But now, the jokingness of that, he won the hardest major I think there is to win. Yeah, and he did it um, using his entire arsenal. Obviously, we've always known about the prodigious length. Uh, that's what he was known for always. 
But how about those soft as shit baby hands around the greens? <laughs> oh. I mean, that chip shot on 17, I mean, even though it was pretty straightforward, I mean, it's an up and down to basically have a one-shot lead going into the last hole of the U.S. Open. It was ginormous, and he had, you know, he left himself about 12 inches, and he had a bunch of those up and downs all day. Uh, we saw a little bit of everything from him, including a swing and a zero contact with the ball, which I was like, oh, my God, this is going to unravel quickly. Um, when that happened, I thought he was going to make a double or triple, you know, uh, I thought the ball, I thought it was lodged. I thought he was going to have to take an unplayable yeah. and he, and he makes bogey. He makes bogey after all that. And just to make, to even highlight it even more, that shot that he, it was a par five, obviously I think it was whole eight, right? Something like that. But the second shot was three feet from being spectacular. Like he, he carries it three more feet and he has 15 feet putting for Eagle. You mean three less feet. Right, because it, it, it came up a little bit short. I mean, it was kind of like the p- no, peninsula. No, no. He, he carried it way long, and then he had a long two putt to come back. No, he chunked it. I'm, whenever he hit it into the bush, he was just short of the green. He was trying to chip oh, it from right, the right, right side, got and you. then he hit the kind of big flop shot over. I got, I got what you're saying. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, but what? I, yeah, that's kind of all I was saying. Is that one? Was that really second close, shot yeah. was very close to being not even in that position. Which obviously, it's a U.S. Open. You're penalized for these small misses, right? But uh, you're right, and and to kind of end it all, I've heard some other shit about this. You know, the 58 yard wide 18th hole. It's like eh, that's not really U.S. Open. Like it looked like he hit a fucking massive slice on that hole. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? And I, the thing is perfect. It's perfect. I I thought he. I, I was thinking the same thing because <laughs> yeah. I have seen that shot shape end up in the back of Cunningham's backyard so many fucking <laughs> times on nine. It's unbelievable. Um. Yeah, man, he he got it done. It was pretty sweet. Um, you know, Ricky Ricky after having the three days just in the sun, he kind of bowed out of it early. He was out of contention early, and it was really kind of a two man race um, between he and Rory. And I mean, Rory, I think he he beat him by like two or three shots at least, ball striking. Um, but it was exactly like the Open, just all over again. He comes out and he birdies his first hole. And I think he hit 15 or 16 out of 18 greens and just couldn't make one putt. But even different than the Open. I mean, the Open, he was like, you know, on a lot of those, I feel like he was like 70-yard lag putts. And, I mean, he missed a four-footer for birdie. He missed several inside of 15 feet for birdie. And Rory with the putter in his hand right now, no one has confidence, including himself. And it's, Rory it's sad. Rory put on an absolute display off yes. the tee. Yes, he off did. Off the tee, every single fucking time was almost perfect. Until I mean, it mattered the most. Yeah. On the most important hole for him was that par five yes. on the back. Yes. And he, he didn't play it well. He 14. Pulled, he, yeah, he pulled it into the rough, ends up electing to not go for it, which I think is a fine decision. It didn't work for him, but and that was also the only time he really got aggressive with a wedge shot. And he, and he fucked fucking, it. He fucked and leave it. And he fucking left Just it short. Such a lucky break getting to be able to take the drop where he did too. You know, the ball embeds in the side of the bunker, I, and that's what's crazy about Rory. It's like we saw DJ do it back when he won at Oakmont. It's like the dude spent the year before basically dialing in his wedges, and that changed DJ's game for that period of time. Yes. What the fuck's it gonna take for Rory to figure out how to hit a goddamn wedge? I mean, he hit a few good ones. I, I think that he was trying to play pretty safe a lot of the day, which is what you have to do at U.S. Opens. Uh, a lot of those pins, even if great wedge shots, you can't really just go right at. But he was leaving himself in fine, in fine spots to make putts. He just he, he could not, he couldn't do it. And, um, yeah, except for that one hole, if, you know, 
he, and it finishes one out. So if he birdies the hole he's supposed to, he then he then we're looking at this like man, Rory just executed an incredible game plan. He birdied the holes he needed to. He played really conservative golf. You know, he par was a winning score for him. Um, but instead, we're like, oh man, he's a fucking choke artist. I know like, again. I know, and and honestly, I I felt like it always seemed like it was going to be Ricky or, or Rory going into the round, like sleeping on the lead. It's like, okay, these guys are the guys to watch out for. Even though Wyndham coming down the stretch in the dark, the eight iron that he had into 18 with the oh. fucking, the, the club twirl heard round the world. Saturday night, yes. Um, and, you know, he says, be right, and it fucking hits the stick, winds up about six feet, and then he buries it. Uh, and, and he said after the round, he could they could barely see out there. They were, they were basically playing what he called twilight golf, which I think the biggest issue with that is what I heard was the marine layer more so than the the, the sun. The marine layer kind of came in late, which kind of so caused the, the 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 light issues. But when Wyndham birdied eighteen to basically get himself into the final group. I heard him on. I heard him in an interview today. He he was pissed off that like nobody gave him a chance. Like JT's tweeting about who he thinks is going to win because he missed the cut. Um, you know, all the all the fans are cheering for Ricky. All the fans are cheering for Rory. Fuck you, I'm the guy. And he said, "Play cocky." You know, this guy come is coming off like a bra- brash asshole. Yes, but. We That's love it. what his fucking, uh, you know, he's, he's, they made a big deal about how he's been working with this uh, mental coach. Her name's Julie. And she told him that she thinks he was going to win three times this year. And Lou fucking fast forward, he's won two elevated events. Well, one elevated event, one major championship. And I don't think he's done winning words. I think Wyndham Clark might have another win in him this season. Who knows? Wendy Winnie. It's not this week, though. <laughs> I think <laughs> he's been partying his ass off. I, I, w- I mean, you can't take him after this week, right? I, I will say this. I also heard he has one miscut this entire year, and it was the week after Wells Fargo, which is understandable. Yeah. yeah you win that much, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect you a little bit. I saw a crazy stat, and I think it was his career. He had won, you know, maybe two points, like close to $3 million maybe going into this season. He's won seven over seven million dollars in the last two months. I mean, that's yeah. fucking. I'm sorry. I, I keep I keep having revelations. Words. He's number thirteen in the world now. Yeah. He last year, <laughs> one year ago, he was three hundred and thirteenth in the world. He is number two in the Ryder Cup standings. Wyndham Clark is going to be on the Ryder Cup team. I know. If we're gonna. I, I, I have a note to bring <laughs> up the Ryder the Cup now that we're two thirds of the way through all the major championships. Uh, man, he's he's. He's going to be a player, it seems like. And I think that that attitude is its what's been missing from golf for me a little bit lately. Brooks has turned in, like, that's what Brooks was. And then he caught a little too uh, lippy, mouthy, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It turned me off on him a little bit. It's still fun to see him win, but now it's also fun to see him lose. Um, but Wyndham definitely has that chip on his shoulder, which you don't see a ton in golf. Um, and I and I liked it. And it seemingly and you, you win. I think it's it's come since he started working with this Julie, this, this gal Julie. This but Julie, she sounds hot. Yeah, I know. I wonder if her and Wyndham are getting it on. <laughs> Wyndham's girlfriend was pretty cute, though. I'll say that. Yeah, she was surprising, huh? Who was that first that first girl that came up to hug him? I don't know if his, his sister. sister. She yeah. was like, "You know how much money you just won? We're rich." Is that what she said? <laughs> I think so, dude. So get this. Uh, that was the first time she'd ever been to a golf tournament of his. Okay, which is how crazy is that? Hey, thanks for the support throughout all the years yeah, sis. Glad, sis. glad you're here yeah it was his, his brother brendan is his brother's name he, they're like boys but uh that that was kind of the craziest thing 
obviously they make a big deal about the whole crew they had. I heard before the round, I think it was Steve Burko, you know, Burkowski on Golf Channel was like, I talked to Wyndham's dad this morning. He's watching nervously in Colorado. Then on the telecast, they're like, his whole family's here. His dad's here. And I'm like, okay, who got this one wrong? Yeah. Um, but it, it was pretty remarkable because it just seemed like he was going to fade, but he played as gutsy as anybody. And he, he just didn't fucking, he didn't flinch. He finished the job. Did the scoring on the front nine when he needed to to you know send the message and then he was front running from there. Yeah, he bogeyed the second hole and then he comes back and birdies I think four and six yeah. and, and then you know obviously runs into the trouble but escapes with a great bogey on the hole where he leaves it in there. But when he had to do it down the stretch on the toughest holes on the golf course, he he got it he got it done. It was impressive. Except, how about how crazy it was? He was the only guy in the field on Sunday that bogeyed that short par the par three fifteenth. Oh, he three putted. Uh, he was yeah, long he was just, and left. just off, he, just and he off the green and left. he didn't get it up and down. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty the crazy. Only bogey. That was all the only day. bogey on that hole all day by anyone in the field. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is about that? Nut. That's nuts. The winner, unbelievable. Um, yeah, good for him. We talked about Rory, Ricky. Um, I mean, he's he's still getting there. He's back and. You know, I was thinking, someone asked me, like, has Ricky ever, like, had a 54-hole lead and won? He actually has a couple times. Because I'd never thought of him as, like, that guy who could sleep on a lead and play in the last group. But Because I think he's lost that five times. But he's brought it home, like, three. One of them was Waste Management Phoenix Open. So he has the ability to do that. But we always think of him and his biggest win at the Players when he wasn't really in it. And he mm. finishes Eagle Birdie Birdie, as we know. Um, well, the whole other thing that I'll say, and it goes back to kind of the – who the fans were rooting for, what the stories everyone was looking for. Like, it was either going to be a culmination of Ricky coming all the way back and, and winning a major, like, you know, fuck, fuck just winning a golf tournament. But, like, he, that was like, he was the best player not to win a major back when he was doing it, when he finished in the top five in all four, what was that, you know, seven, eight years ago? No, more. I think it was 2014 or 15. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. But the other thing was Rory is now going... Almost nine years without a uh, major. It's crazy. Of course, we're going to Hoy Lake where he won, I think, the last one, right? Yes. So, makes for another good story, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I certainly thought that one of those two guys would be the one. And, and, and Wyndham comes out and birdies one, and it's kind of like, why Whoa. not? Why not? Um, but words, Tommy Fleetwood comes the, the first man to ever shoot 63 two different times in the final round of, of, I think, a major period, but definitely the U.S. Open. Yeah, as Johnny Miller would say, that was no Oakmont, but unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, in, in perfect Tommy fashion, he hits the closest shot on 18, and he fucks up the putt, so it absolutely should have been a 62. Oh, I know. Watching Tommy putt with the claw and Colin Morikawa and Rory, those are the three guys where it's just like, all four of us know that none of them are going to make it. And, yeah. uh it goes back to when Morikawa was draining all this stuff um, when he won the Open. That was – I still can't believe he did that. Yeah. Anywho, ball strikers, when they can't putt, it is, it's, a, it's a hard game to watch. So it was, a, it was an absolute star-studded leaderboard. The one guy that I will say I wouldn't necessarily say came out of left field because we thought he could get a, a win at the players this year, but Minwoo Lee, T5. Yes. That was pretty impressive. Yes. He's hit big or hit miss. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hit big or Hit miss big, big or miss big. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hit miss. Uh, the Patriot. Aim small, miss small, pop. <laughs> Aim small, miss small. But of course, 
Scotty. Scotty, just another great finish in a major. Looking at the stats, he absolutely should have won if he could have just putted decently. Cam Smith. That one drop on eight, though, was pretty horse shit. He was, like, sniming against a tree, and they had the shot link deal that was kind of in his, not even in his way, but it was, like, in his line, line sight. Um, and so they're like, yeah, you get a drop for that. Yeah, like, go for it, Scotty. That's kind of bullshit. Wherever you want, Bob. What do you need? You're not Jordan, but you're close. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cam Smith outright fourth. I mean, he looks poised to potentially defend uh, the, the Open Championship next month. So 180, or was it over 200? We didn't get over 200 for Brooks this week, but it's going to be hard to imagine there's not 200 guys on Cam Smith at Hoylake. Yeah. His game's looking real good. Um, and his driver's not getting him in trouble. And he's also got that, you know, I believe him with the putter in his hand. Hey, so I will tell you, you know, it's it's Scotty Scheffler's birthday today. Hey! <laughs> so, can, yeah, he had a birthday. pizza party with Tom Kim. <laughs> yeah, it's Tom Kim and Scotty Scheffler's yeah. birthday. All right, pass the Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ted Scott. Hey, who wants a cupcake? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Teddy. <laughs> I made some cookies for you guys. <laughs> hey! Uh, Teddy, would you leave us in prayer, please? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> yeah. What is Tom? What are, Sorry, Tom. I know you're going to hell, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. What are what are what is the chosen religion of South Koreans? Buddhist. Really? I don't know. <laughs> it's a Buddhism. Other than that, words. Uh, he looks like a little Buddha. Shout out to uh, Austin Eckrote, T10. With pretty 20, impressive. With a 29 on the front nine on Sunday. Yeah, that, that was sweet. Yeah. Um, other than that, I. Uh, that's really the the stuff that stuck out from the lead for me. The man with the golden nose, T10 as well. With so, an eight. Shout out. Oh, with an eight. He played hole two, I think it's six over par yeah. for the week. Yeah. You throw that out and the, the man with the golden nose is, is right there. Yeah. It was the hardest Cole in the course, so it's like. We got to talk about him and his outfit with Paulina and his grindy ass white teeth. How <laughs> coked out was he in that picture that Paulina posted? All black. We got the Jordans on gold chain and some chattery ass coke teeth. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. They were in LA, Bob. They're yeah. probably a catch. They didn't uh, eat much. Dude, it was no boo. Was it? Yeah, bro. Come on. <laughs> was That's it really? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just know that I hope that they save the Coke for after dinner to enjoy that the great food there rather than just being too coked out to eat. <laughs> Who cares? We're rich. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd be like, if I, w- if I was there and I was coked out like that and I'm like, oh, I just can't eat, it'd be, I'd actually be like, Chalk it up for a win for me. I just saved yeah. 500 bucks. <laughs> Except for the bag cost three. Yeah. I don't think they wrap up their leftovers to go either. Yeah, I don't either. They go and leave them Take there. it back on the plane. Hey, don't even feed it to the dogs. I want you to fucking bury this. Wayne probably has a place close by. He's probably a member out there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was the other thing I loved was the fact that uh, <laughs> DJ was clearly coked out with the just smooth gold chain. It looked like he was wearing something I'd expect Odell Beckham Jr. to wear out there. How'd you like Paulina's outfit? I mean, what, just skin tight? (laughs) No, it was just like a little bandage across her her tits. Also, It's like, I don't think I could dress any sluttier if I tried, but I'm just going to give it my best shot. I don't, it's LA. I don't like the brown hair on Paulina. I think she needs to go back to being blonde. Yeah, it's it's that hoary blonde look. And show some more ass cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) That ass tat she has? Yeah. What's it say like? It's like a, it's a, it's a bass clef like Gotzi has. <laughs> She's got the same tat as Gotzi, yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh. That's, uh, that's kind of wraps up the US Open, huh? <laughs> you got to end it on Paulina, right? Yeah. 
Uh, how about how Scotty Scheffler is now finished in the top 12 in like, what is it, 14 consecutive events, something crazy like that? Yeah, I all the stat gurus I follow are now saying that he's de- definitely doing things that have never been done before. And he doesn't have a ton to show for it, I hate to say. The biggest but. winner of this whole thing is Ted Scott. I mean, he bails off above his bag and now is getting to be with the the number one player in the world and not a... And has turned him into a slow player. Yeah, well, Ted Scott, <laughs> let, me, let me check the same point for you, old Scotty. How about the fucking shot Scotty hit on 17 on Saturday? The hardest oh, hole in the course, the, the, the eagle. The eagle? Fucking yeah, joke. Finishes 2-3 on two of the hardest holes out there to, to get four back and, and right in there. I loved it because all these quote-unquote nuclear bullets I've been saving for segment three, well, after the first two days, they were reacting like some fucking old Russian military stuff that were, was coming out not working. Yeah, and, and you know, it's crazy because Rom seemingly – you know, didn't didn't play Rom esque, but he backdoored a top ten. You know, sixty five on Sunday. Yeah, um, that was so, needed. Yeah, because I think best going score, in, best score of the day on Sunday. going in, he was maybe in like thirty eighth or so going yeah. into the final round. So yeah, we needed it. Yeah, well, you needed it. Oh yeah, and Victor <laughs> was fine. Yeah, no, he 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 ended up you know seventy two on Sunday. Prior to that, he hadn't shot out over par. So I mean, t- top he finished nineteenth. So top twenty, I'll take it. Anything yeah. you want to say about the coverage? Paul Azinger sucks. I, watched I think the, he's terrible. I watched the entire, whatever, like seven, eight-hour coverage on mute on Sunday, which was great. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, I did. You know what you should do is actually, this is this is the most old man thing I'm ever going to say, but if you have PGA Tour radio or you can just stream it live, but like yes, listening to that verse while watching the TV coverage i like watching i'm sorry cbs on the regular events i love their coverage obviously i'm fucking the biggest cold nose fan of all what's, time what's funny sorry to interrupt you but no. i i feel like the shot coverage shot by shot especially in, unless it was like the coverage or the the commercials on friday and saturday were kind of crazy but sunday there it wasn't as bad but i feel like nbc does a better job of like showing more shots but the coverage from the commentators is 10 times better because um Immelman is is good. Oh yeah, I think he's awesome. Oh, yeah. Colt, of course, is really good. Smiley didn't bug me as as badly whenever I did watch some. Can, was listening, but he's trying. He's starting to get the hang of it yeah. a little bit better. Azinger is awful. He's terrible. Yeah. He's terrible. Yeah, and I, he had some terrible takes too. Yeah, this is going to be the hardest shot you can possibly imagine. Oh, hits it to three feet. He's like, I don't like all this cocky talk from Wyndham Clark. It's like, okay, bitch. He was one of the cockiest motherfuckers in the game. <laughs> yeah, I forget what. It- what it was, but I think sucked. Dan Hicks made some comment about it. Yeah, wasn't that the year that you blew your the lead in the? <laughs> it was like Nick Faldo won. <laughs> I think he was talking about an, an Open Championship. He was like, "Yeah, wasn't that when when Nick Faldo came from behind to beat you?" And he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you, Dan Hicks." <laughs> I wish I would have been listening. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Anyways, uh, so yeah, words. Uh, Wyndham Clark, my guy, now major champion, <laughs> now a major champion. I'm so glad I told you about him, John. <laughs> He's a great, great human. Okay, well, words. Obviously, we paid out some people. There was a three-way tie as far as who won. Do you have anything else to add to it? Um, Not to the U.S. Open, okay. no. So, three-way tie for the $750 major pri- uh, pool. Um, 
and and this whole leaderboard actually shook me because it's all just a, a who's who of people who have been in this league for the most part. Only a couple people I don't know, but tied for first, four players, Megan Swanson. She asked Chapo if she was going to get to be on the show this week. He simply just didn't respond. No. Um, <laughs> Megan, if you are listening, sorry you were a three-way tie. That's why we didn't ask you. No, I'm just joking. We Congratulations. Haven't, we haven't had a guest in a while. We haven't. It's just too... We're already scrambling to raise two child. <laughs> Words' wife's pregnant. It's hard for us to come in here and do this every week and and call someone and like plan it out. You know, I'm fucking displaced now. I'm in a <laughs> fight with my insurance adjuster every goddamn day. We're sorry. <laughs> Basically, it's hard enough for us to get together and meet every Wednesday to do this fucking show, much less involve anyone else, unless they're really, really a good friend of ours. <laughs> I'm just joking, Megan. You're a great, great person, great friend. But tied with her. One of my boys, the fucking goat from our fucking uh, bowling league, Dean Fitzpatrick, plus five for you, Charla. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, Dean was right there. You gotta say it like this, plus five for you, Charla. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then also tied there was Fatty Wood, Jake Wood. All three of those people are going to get $250. They already probably got paid out. Actually, I know they did because C-Rob is the best commissioner. He pays the night of the win. So congratulations to you three. You guys just made your money back on the whole season, and you got a little bit extra to go buy something for your significant other or a drink or whatever you want to do. So um, in fourth place, Notorious R.E.B., Reagan, Bradford, tied with them there in fourth. You hate to see it. New commissioner of the bowling league, Cooper Cloud. Three-way tie for six. That son of a bitch did it again, and he's racing up the charts looking for another league championship. Two-gloves attorney, Doug Nix. What the fuck, Douglas? Show me your ways. But tied with him there, Bird Payne. He's back. (laughs) He's back again. Don't miss your picks, you son of a bitch. I'm just joking, Bird. I love you. He's missed uh, this week, he's, no he's missed a lot. He misses the most opportune times. He missed a major last year, I think. But anyways, Bird, congratulations. Great picks. Also tied with him, hit the box. David Box, our guy. If you need any sort of real estate uh, attorney work, he's the best in the business. Free adver- free advertising right there for They'll you. They'll bring their asses down. <laughs> yeah. Mike, just ask Mike Morgan about it, by the way. Um, in ninth place, our guy... Grizzly, Adams, The Cultivator, Chauncey, Matt, Venable. Another shout-out, Resonant Cult. Obviously, that's all we smoke. It's all I smoke. I don't know about words. I think he quit. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, rounding out the top ten, Mr. Larson's boys, Michael Holman. What a fucking fucking who's who in that top ten. Words, you you and I both finished inside the top hundred this week. You were tied for 51, $2.1 million. I was just behind you. T85, 1.9 million. Obviously, we had the same picks. John Rahm's 65 beat Victor by seven shots on Sunday to swing it in your favor. Um, That's going to put me up one spot to 138, $23 million. You're up to, you went up 14 spots to 153, and you're 2.6. So I've got a narrow, about a $1.5 million lead. As far as the overall standings go, no change in the top two. The same two have been slugging it out all year. Touch of Klaus, Ben Klaus, $36 million, a new league record. Obviously, we're playing for more money, but he now has a $1.5 million lead over Hog Bristle, Mark Lester. (laughs) Put her on you old son of a bitch. Yes. Gotta love it. Yes. Uh, And right behind them, making the run of the century. If he does this shit again... Just name the league after him. Two gloves attorney, Doug Nix. 
He switched spots with Deadheads Tanner Wood, who fell one spot. Up four spots to number five, R. Diddy, Russ Didlake. Up two spots to six, the snowman, Ryan Ingroff. The son of a bitch better not miss a pick because he's in the top 10 now. Number seven, Birds Picks, Brian Payne. Up 11 spots to number eight, Burkett, Blake Burkett. Up one spot to number nine, the swinging Pete's, the Doc, Jeremy Allman. And rounding out the top five or top 10, another McGinnis Irishman, Gin and Juice, Brian Eagleston. Yeah, Irish, what's up? Hey, Bob. Chuck it, chug it. <laughs> he actually is chugging right now. Good, yes. Good. Yes. You've learned well. Yes. Um, okay, well, quick shout out. <laughs> it is Michael Holman's birthday today, so we got to give a big, warm, happy shout out to him. He's a good old boy. He's my only boy, and he's a good boy. HBD. Um, Grundy did miss his picks last week. No, he didn't. So I'm putting that on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Grundy. He was all the way up to, like, number five at one point. He's missed <laughs> twice since then. It's fucking piece of shit. Yes, and back to our boy, our, our sir. That's Dr. Sketch, by the way. <laughs> yes. Back to the man, Mr. Hog Bristle, whose son Adam ditched his family on Father's Day to go to the L to go to LACC <laughs> to watch two days of the US Open. Only one guy on the planet could pull off that move, especially with three kids, and it's you, Adam. We're so fucking proud. Yes. I don't know. I think Hog Bristle himself <laughs> might do the same thing. Well, yeah, he's got a little more uh, freedom to do what he would be pleased. All four of his sons are out of there. Okay. Well, words. Obviously, we got another elevated event, but before we go to that, we got to talk about we got to talk about the the latest tragedy, the submarine ship that is is lost near the Titanic. It really is a, a very five people are probably going to die. Sad story. But how about the stepson of the fucking Russian billionaire? Uh, what is he? He's Brit. Brit. <laughs> Not only does he go His, to the Blink Hamish, one, Hamish's son. Yeah, Hamish. He goes he goes to the Blink one eighty two concert, I think on what, Monday night? And then he's he's literally the OnlyFans model. You saw that one too, he, right? Yeah, he was shouting out an OnlyFans model on Facebook. After she posted a picture like, Who wants me to sit on their face? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, this kid is getting ready to be on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Are you kidding me? Yeah, maybe it's like, that's- I'm rich. It's not even my real dad, he's my fucking stepdad. Maybe that's why he's posting so much. He's so goddamn happy he's gonna die on the on the sub. Yeah, I know that's, yeah, that's terrible to joke about, but <laughs> God, this I piece mean, of shit's the one tweeting. Come on. I can't get over the fact that, like, and also how they're configured in that fucking tube. I mean, they are, like, sardines. It's a minivan without seats oh is what I heard God. it described Oh, my God. Like, recycled air, just piss shit everywhere, just banging on the fucking wall for three days. Oh, and this is new. This is what I heard today. Yeah, they could hear sounds. no. Did they loop in the Titanic soundtrack while they're watching that shit? So that has been on fucking repeat the entire time. Dude, like they're playing the fucking violins on there. Oh, please, God. Just just find them. Have it be a heroic story. Wretched Gratitude Diary. Yes, just find them. (laughs) It's it's the... So we had the like you had the kids in the Amazon, you know, that were in the yes! plane crash and live forever. That happened. Uh, the whole like Thai soccer team several years ago, you know, that were in the caves. Yes, that the they cave saved diving. them. So yeah, didn't Elon like accuse the rescuers of being pedder asses or something? <laughs> that was real weird, Prob- Elon. Probably. He's like, I wanted to do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, I think that hopefully. If they are dead, if they are going to die, they died. Like maybe Quickly. they got down like, and like yeah, hopefully de- just can... depressurize yes, or something, you know? Yeah, it was fast and yeah. not what I'm picturing in my mind. <laughs> it's like, smother me. It was like a, 
Yeah, and the Pakistani dude, he's brought his 19-year-old kids. Yeah, so. terrible, terrible. Yeah, anyways. But hey, good joke, John. <laughs> yeah, but at least the stepson's keeping it light up here on Earth, baby. <laughs> I'm rich! <laughs> Go to, I bet that Blink show was oh, sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, I was right next to Kourtney Kardashian when she was holding up that sign. Fucking Tom! Uh, Tom! Tom! <laughs> Mark! Tom! <laughs> Travis! I, I fucking love you, Tom! <laughs> In the car, I just can't wait. Car. <laughs> In the yeah. show, I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Other than that, the only worthy news words. The Alan Shipnuck afterward to Phil's uh, to Phil's autobiography, where it has now <gasps> been discovered that Phil show, showed an inappropriate picture to Pat Perez's wife, Ashley. Oh, you're talking about a whore. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so allegedly... Uh, Phil was at dinner with Ashley and Pat, and when Pat, had, uh, Phil invited him too. Yeah, oh yeah, please, no, yeah, on me, guys, on me. <laughs> Fucking Pat gets up to go to the bathroom to do some blow or something. I'm sure, <laughs> and Phil just kind of innocuously, oh, 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 Ashley, check out this pic I took of myself on my phone. Yeah, ch- check this out. <laughs> Look, it, you can get it bigger like this. It's, it's like it's like Phil's cock dressed up as like Santa. <laughs> it's yeah, like wearing like, a tu- it's a cock wearing a tuxedo. I can can't you just imagine like the disbelief of Phil after Ashley like is off put by like, like wait what like look at you are you serious like you're really upset with it by this. I did not I see figured, this coming. I figured you'd love this. You're, you're fucking s- married to Pat Perez. <laughs> you're married to Pat Perez and you're a legitimate whore. Yeah, you were. You were a Vegas whore. I'm sure. <laughs> what what do you think Ashley Perez did before? I don't want to talk too much shit because she she liked our picture when we posted the picture of Pat dressed up as an elf, like humping her from behind. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Remember Ashley and Pat? Yeah, I think yeah, like that. We tagged her in it. Yeah. yeah. That was tight. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out, Ashley. We love you. But um, Nice tit job, great. by the way. Oh, uh, amazing. Um, I mean, those tits, they couldn't look any faker. You know what they do? They pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Phil also just like, I, I love it. He's like, God damn. I mean... <laughs> Freddie Freddie did the same thing to Amy back in 92. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. You ever heard of the swinging tour? Do you think so I I have a lot of speculation, you know, it's either Freddie had a wallet size <laughs> pic of his dick. <laughs> you think you think it's it was more of a pathetic dick pic than Brett Favre sent to uh, Jen Sturger. Wasn't <laughs> 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 that her name? <laughs> I'm sure Phil wasn't wearing Crocs. He was probably wearing some fucking like you know, a gator, gator gator golf shoes. Yeah, gator underwear. With spikes, like hard old school spikes. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Favre, what a piece of trash he is! <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. Anyway. Hey, American hero though. Huh? Who would have thought the cock uh, the cock shot photo was not going to be his wor- the worst thing that happened to him? Now he's is that whole uh, you know tax fraud thing gone away yet? For Phil or for, uh, Favre? <laughs> for which Favre? one? Yeah, yeah Phil. Shit, fraud. Uh, uh, Favre. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. No, he's still in the thick of that thing. Okay. What else, words? Is there anything else before we dive into the? Uh... Um, tell us about Broadmoor and your trip. Was it good? I know uh, you didn't play great, no. but it was fun. Yeah, fun trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You didn't know. I hate vacations. Hate going on them. Okay. No, listen. If I if I whisper golf in this fucking house, I will get my fucking throat slit. Uh, we're in here talking. No, we're actually not talking golf today. We're this, talking a uh, bowling. We're doing podcast. a tribute to uh, the Titanic ship. Uh, the the sub, babe. Um, no, uh, it was great. Uh, the problem was is that it rains every day in the afternoon out there, you know, and yeah. it rained early. So, like, we played golf at 9, and we'd be done right when it started raining and then basically just go sit inside. So they didn't get to do anything. 
<laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great vacay. Yeah. No. Uh, so did play Broadmoor uh, Thursday. And then we played my spot, you know, the Camels on Friday. Played a, obviously a lot better there just because Good. it's my, comf- my comfort zone. I play, played probably more rounds there than any other course that's not in Oklahoma, of course. But uh, brother-in-law decides he wants to go out and play four holes with the girls and the kids and let them follow us. You know, really just it was us three playing and 20 bucks a man per hole for the four holes younger brother gets down early that wants to double it and i said we're not doubling it man you're you're drunk i come out i fucking hit it three feet to the first hole come out hit it the 200 yard par three the second hole i hit it to fucking 15 feet come out on the third hole dunk the the i hear i hear the pin i thought it was the pin we get up there and i fucking rip the cup like i landed in the cup and it bounced out for eagle no for yeah for eagle so foot Tap in for birdie. Next hole's a par five. I birdied that too. I should have been. You should have fucking shaken his ass down. I three putted hole too, just so you know. But like, I legitimately should have shot three under on the four holes. <laughs> and I, I didn't make. I go, hey, I don't. He doesn't even know this yet. Younger brother Maggie played the last hole with us. Good. Younger brother hits Maggie's ball that's in the bunker. I was like, hey, that's not your ball. He's like, shut up. And I was like, okay. So younger brother gets up and down, ends up pushing <laughs> the, the bat because he wins that hole <laughs> against Mark. And I go, hey man, you know I won't tell Mark, and, and you you don't have to pay me either. And you know I see, you know I I say out loud I hate Mark. I do. I was like, oh, you can have the five, and you don't have to pay me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't accept that, Mister Gilmore. Yeah, but what yeah. I can do. Yeah, so that was it. That good. Was it. You had a good Father's Day. You were yes. flying back, I guess. So. No, I got back Saturday. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I actually watched the coverage from my sister's pool. They have a big-ass TV that can face the pool. I sat in the pool, watched watched the front nine there. It was awesome. Got back here, watched the rest of it on the couch, and it was one of the best. Only my second Father's Day, but it was the best one yet. <laughs> I'm just picturing you uh, passed out on a floaty, Big Lebowski style. Love it. <sighs> yes, yeah, so... Good. Anyways. Yes. I had a good How about father- you, Bub? Yeah. You won the fucking Father's Day tournament. Father's son tournament. Unbelievable. Uh yeah, we had a we had a great day. Played early morning golf, which is the best, with dad and other brother Johnson joined us and uh Steve Porter rode with us. He grew up down the block from us, so that was nice. Having him, and uh, yeah, we played for the fucking Blue Tees, which is where it's at. I mean, we're playing from there every time. Fuck the Black Tea Group. I'm going I'm going Blue Man. Blue Man crew. Blue I, felt, man I felt like I was at, uh, I felt like I was at Sawgrass again. You're going to start beating the drum, play with the, with the water, like the Blue Man group. <laughs> <laughs> Where's moved to uh, Los Angeles? Or I guess Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Net 61, what's not to love about that? I had a couple birdie birdie net eagles. Yeah, you guys ran away with it, didn't you? We won by one. Okay. Yes. You got $180 in credit. Only thing I've ever won up there, ever. Been up there since a little fucking shithead kid. <laughs> Finally, it's all coming back, and I got $180 to show for Yeah, what are you going to buy? Probably some fucking shoes, because I left mine on our last golf trip. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, congrats. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Well, should we head to Cromwell or what? Oh, Cromwell, Connecticut. <laughs> TPC River Highlands. Hey, this is this is always fun TV. I mean, it's I'm, awesome w- tournament. Um, and now that it's an elevated event, good players are actually playing in it because it's also kind of in a dead spot of the schedule where 
after the U.S. Open, most of the good guys are just kind of like, eh. Eh. But um, it's awesome for TV viewing. It's one of the shortest. It is, I think, the shortest course they play on Under 7,000. Um, right there with Pebble Beach. Uh, but it's a Pete Dyke course, so you know it's got some tricks up its sleeve. And, uh, yeah, course in the Northeast always has some pretty memorable finishes, including Jordan Spieth. Uh, last year, sadly, Sahith Thigala. Oh, yeah. Leaving that in the trap. Um, and Xander, Xander pulling through. Hey, um, what else? about what about the Jordan the Jordan Spieth here? You remember who he beat? Burger, Burger Bus. Where has Love Daniel you? Burger gone? I don't know. He's quiet on Insta. I know exactly where his ex girlfriend is. Yeah, she. Yeah, he's he is actually kind of late scratched a couple tournaments. Also, I think the week before at Colonial, really, he was. He was thinking about it, and then he was late scratch. Like, so, sorry, I'm not going to leave you. Like, uh, I'm just pretty lazy. Um, Harris English outdueled Kramer Hickok in that long ass playoff. Remember that eight holes? It was, was something. That? It was one of the longest playoffs in I think PGA Tour history. Speaking of Harris, I was wrong major for him this year. I almost had it. He he hit a. Did you see him whiff the 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 chip on 18 on Saturday, and then then end up hitting an unbelievable one after that? Like it was the. He made he saved bogey, but he whiffed like he he went under it. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's a fun tournament. Here's what I'll say about the elevated events so far. Obviously, the last time we did this, I think RBC Heritage was right after the Masters. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was great, but I think these guys are fucking like but, you got to space them out a little bit more, right? They don't Maybe. like them, but it also got. It, it's going to be interesting to see what what do the Saudis want? I don't know. Um, but the Ratings for that were through the roof. Yeah, and then you've got you've also got to consider the guys who went to Canada, to LA, and now to the East Coast. Yeah, well, like even Rory. though even though they're flying private, yeah, this flight is a is a ball buster, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, um, but fuck them. <laughs> yeah, what about us? Yeah, John, I got real problems. I got a boil on my ass so big. <laughs> I got a boil on my ass the size of a walnut. All right, but well, you know me, I don't complain. Let's get into the feature groups. We got <laughs> this show's taking a long time, hasn't it? <laughs> Forty-two oh, minutes, great. we're fine. Featured groups words. Um, the week after a major, man, lots to talk about. You were out of town. I know, I know. Um, I, I think that with the field, this ought to be some good viewing. I got, I, I actually have shit going on Sunday, which kind of sucks. So, what uh, going to the lake this weekend? Oh. Yeah, tenth anniversary is tomorrow. Oh, happy yeah. anniversary. I can't believe I was so drunk at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, say ditto, bub. <laughs> I think you drank like 13 glasses of Silver Oak at your wedding. Uh, anyways, the featured groups. First one, we got JT, who almost finished dead last. I think he was third to last last week. Yeah, um, loser. Yeah, JT playing with his buddy Max Homa. They spent the weekend at a wine bar doing commentary because they both missed the cut. Uh, champagne bar, please. Uh, there you go. Um, and my guy, U.S. Open champion, Wyndham Clark. Welcome to the fucking big-time groupings, bub. Yes, I love it. I'm steering clear of everyone in this group. Everyone is playing like dog shit outside of Wyndham, and we know kind of what the uh, drawbacks are to winning a major champion. To JT, though, is... <laughs> <laughs> He's playing like shit. He's outside the Ryder Cup right now. I mean, are we going to fucking waste a captain's pick on this asshole? Yes. yes. What? <laughs> my father can't save me, but my best friend Jordan can. He's going to get me on the team. <laughs> and now I'm friends with Max, too. Yeah. <laughs> we're so cool. Yeah. Me and Jordan, we fly on jets and play cards and gamble because we're rich. I lost a thousand one hand playing gin. 
<laughs> I can't fucking believe that JT is going to be on the Ryder Cup team playing like he's been playing all year. I mean, this is, this is more than just like a, hey, little blip in the road. This has been consistent dog shit for a while now. Fire your fucking dad. <laughs> Get a new putter. I don't know what to Start putting left-handed. It's helped me. <laughs> uh, I made the comment the other day. I saw a dude doing that. I was like, if you're hitting the ball right-handed and you putt left-handed, you are fucked. Uh, words, just so you know, 78th in the FedEx Cup uh, right now for JT. I would do anything if he missed the playoffs. Now that I want to see. He better start playing because doesn't he have to be in the top 70 now? In this yes. Year's top yes. 70? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, look you out. You cannot fucking take a, a Ryder Cup pick to someone who does not make the playoffs. I'm sorry. if I don't care if Spieth and he have to dock for Spieth that play well. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm sure Spieth is a little annoyed with playing him. Do you remember he hit the most incredible shot that yeah, he was of course. ever seen at yeah. Whistling Straits? Yeah, when he almost fell into the Lake Michigan. And, and no one wants to bring up that JT missed that fucking putt after yeah. that, and they lo- and they lose the match. And, and then and then he comes out and ch- chugs a fucking Michelob Ultra yeah. and only drinks oh. about half of it. Crowd loved it. <laughs> yeah, they, they had to figure that fire up the crowd. Yeah. It was all me. <laughs> Give the fucking pick to Burger. <laughs> Give the fucking pick to Burger and not him. <laughs> not really, but we should pull up. Give some- us a hit, man. I think he's in. Is he? No, but yes, give it to Sahith. Even though you need someone like, at this course, they're going to play in Rome. You know what it's going to be like a Russell, a Skip Henley course. <laughs> oh, give it to ooh, Skip. Oh, yeah. Skipper. <laughs> love it. All right. Speaking of Skip this week, ooh. Hey, I'm, I, I, love, I love it. Um, I'm laying off the whole group, too. Thought about Wyndham Clark, but he self-admittedly was wasted, I think, Sunday and Monday night. And then he did the whole media tour in New York. He just got on property today. He's played well here, too. I I was going to ask if he'd played. Okay, Yeah, he's played well here. Hey, man, people who play play well here continue to play well here, typically. He's got a good – his mental game is clearly on track. So um, the next feature group, we've got Patrick Kentley playing with my bastard brother who must be 45 at least, Harris English, and the guy we just mentioned – um, I went over to see Rob's house on Friday for a bit to watch, and uh, Ev was over there. It was cracking me up about just how much he loathes Cantley, and he has gone on record now saying he <laughs> refuses to pick Cantley the rest of this year, and he will not pick him once next year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. That's a big-time hat tip from me, Bob. So you you obviously felt the shame and guilt from from bailing on the master's party i played golf that day it was beautiful i didn't yeah. fucking bail no you t- you told him you had to work <laughs> i was like Sarah, Sarah. eric eric did that little weasel laugh uh, no i was like he i go he told you you had to work he's on fucking probably five or six right now dude i did work that morning <laughs> and then i went to the golf course i'm joking i'm joking I, anyways words I'm taking Harris English. He won here two years ago. Uh, he played great in the U.S. Open. He's kind of been trending in the right direction. Um, with the past uh, success here, why not? Uh, I think he might get a little bit under the radar, even though this is a great field. I don't know if I'm reaching too much here, but I am taking Harris English. Well, I mean, he he played well in a great field last week, and as you said, he's got great course history here. A lot of these really fucking ballers never play here, as I said, so... Um, yeah, good pick, John. We'll see. Thank you. Um, I th- we both used the rest of our Cantlays, I think. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mentioned to Ev, I, I am very happy that I don't even have to fucking make the decision anymore to not play him. I would like to see Sahith get rid of some of that scar tissue from trying to go for it out of that bunker on 18 here last year, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just... 
I say that being that I picked the guy that won here two years ago, but just picking a guy because he played well here last year doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play well this year. So that's correct. That goes against my whole Harris English <laughs> philosophy, but that was two years ago, bub. Um, last week, recent form, right? Yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, the next featured group words, we've got Xander Schaffle playing with Keegan Bradley, who is a Northeastern kind of guy, and Emiliano Grillo. Who won just a few weeks ago at a Colonial? Yeah, and Grio is someone I just I stay away from because he is a little bit like Siwoo, and it's like, are you going to play really well, or are you going to completely miss the cut by ten? Um, I think Keegan is kind of the the headiest play in this whole this whole group. Even though Xander won the tournament last year, Keegan plays awesome in the Northeast always. He's had a really solid year. He's kind of fallen off a little bit, but um, I I like Keegan to play well, especially after he got that rest from not making the cut. Um, at the U.S. Open, he's been he went home right after that, so he's been up there for a while. Xander, I think that there's just going to be a little bit of scar tissue from an opportunity not taken advantage of with the last weekend at the U.S. Open, sixty three in the first round, then two sixty two. Excuse me, yeah. no, yes, sixty. Yeah, shit. <laughs> we had two guys, him and Ricky, both shot sixty two. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, sixty two, <laughs> and then fails to break seventy. Um, again, so. I'm sure his dad probably beat the shit out of him on Sunday night also. So I'm staying I'm staying clear of <laughs> Xander. Yeah. I, I he also is the defending champion. Didn't mention that. So we know how hard it is to defend. I think you're right on all the logic, but I also could see him winning. Who knows? Um but yeah, I well, laid off him too. Well sure. Um words. The next feature group. Talk about some heavy hitters. Two of your guys from last week. The number two player in the world, Jean Rahm. The number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler. And then just this old guy named Tony who has, like, seven kids. Big Tone. I can't get a feel for where Tony's game is right now. He's making all the cuts. He's just kind of uh, just lurking in, like, the 35 to 20 um, as far as finishing spots. I, I want to take him because, as I've said before, like, Tony actually plays a little bit better, I think, even though he has prodigious length on these kind of smaller, tighter courses for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, I don't know what his course history is at all, but... I'm not going with Tony, uh, and I'm staying. I'm I'm saving Rom and Scotty. I got I got one each left for him. Even though this is technically the highest purse event for the rest of the year, because um, the Open or the playoffs, the two playoff events, I are think are fifteen. Are they? Yep. Well, uh, Scotty obviously, I think has got to be the favorite, um, being that he doesn't fucking play bad. John Rom is still a head scratcher. Um, it's it's kind of he backdoored a top 10, but seemingly playing like shit. But I think he's going to take that 65 in the momentum and kind of go with it words. And that's why I'm burning a John Rom pick this week. Okay, I think yeah. it might come at, at a discount too, even though it's an elevated event. More people picked him last week than I expected, which is why I think this week is a great week to fire on Rambo. That's a good pick. Um, that one Thanks. is concerning to a guy like me. Well, I st- I've, st- I've got two holstered, and of course, I know I said I wanted to probably pick him at the British Open, but I don't know. We'll see. I, fire now. Fire! Fire! That's right. Um, so, yeah. The next featured group, we've got Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa, and Matt Feifel, Mouskowitz, Fitzpatrick. Um, Ricky's so burnt out. Ricky's got to be having some scar tissue. Um, I can see him making the cut, playing well. Hope he does. Uh, I'm going to take a pass on that. I am I am definitely kind of looked at the schedule and be like, where can I fit Ricky in? Because he's really playing well. 
you just never know where he's gonna play. He typically likes to just play in the big the big boy ones, and they're kind of dwindling here at this point. Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick, I think, has kind of put the neck injury behind him. Seems like he's playing a lot better. This is definitely seems like a course for him. Heritage, I think, would be a comp course, and he's obviously played very well there, winning. And but the best ball striker in this group is Colin Morka. And I'm taking him. Yeah, uh, good pick here. I, I really thought about Colin. That was one of the guys that was on the short list of, of people who I had to X out. And seemingly turning the corner, he played well last week, so I do like the Colin Morikawa pick. I laid off the group. Colin was the one guy I really, really considered, but I did lay off him words. I do hate watching him putt, though. Yes. Um, and chip. Yes. Um, so Just hit 18 greens. It's going to be fine. Yeah. The last featured group words, we've got another guy that's got some baggage coming in. Rory McIlroy playing with the man from Norway, Victor Hovland, and birthday boy Tom Kim. Tom Kim. You know, at the beginning of the year, we probably definitely would have thought that Tom would have at least one win by now. Um, I know we both toyed around early in the year, like, looking, okay, well, what major can I take this guy at? Because he just is seemingly so fucking straight and doesn't miss and really can put the ball. So he's had kind of a bad year. He's had a few little injury things. I think he's kind of turned the corner, and this is definitely a spot where you take Tom Kim. I am not, though, because I am going with the man from Norway. Oh, wow. Victor Hovland. Um, and Rory, I got one more Rory, but I'm, I'm thinking probably... Boy Lake? I mean, got to, Maybe. right? Um, is that your last Victor pick? No. Nine. Wow. Yeah, good pick. I think that... I think, honestly, the two, the two latter, Victor and Tom, have probably the better chance. I give them a better chance than I do Rory, of course. I think the scar tissue... I mean, how many times can I say scar tissue with these guys? But I... I would be. I mean, I'm. I'm. I feel bad for Rory, and I used to be a guy who like openly cheered against Rory because I hated him so much from the Ryder Cup. Like I loved 2010 when he fucking knocked that ball out of bounds um, on 10 at the Masters when he had the four shot lead. Like I am now come full circle, and I'm like this poor son of a bitch. Fire your best friend on the bag. Fire Harry Diamond. Harry, like, you need to get some old crusty asshole smoking cigarettes out there. Beat your ass. Like what are you doing? You fucking asshole. Matt Fitzpatrick's caddy. You fucking asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a he is a piece of work. He told Seven to go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, there's that with Rory. Um. And also the thing with this course, lots of lots and lots of shots between 150 to 175 and. That's right in Vic's wheelhouse. Words. It's also in Tom Kim's. I'm going with the birthday boy, Tom Kim. He turned 21 years old. 21. And I bet you he didn't even have a single fucking drink, you cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) No, just uh, just kidding. He's a nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, Pepsi. First time playing here, too. He said as soon as he stepped on property, he fell in love with the place. So, um, even though he doesn't have any competitive rounds, I could step on property and love a place and still play like shit, but... Played really well last week. Uh, top 10, obviously. He had it going. Uh, I believe he was 7 under through 11 holes on Saturday and let it slip coming in. But uh, he's not going to have as many of those long finishing holes. So I love Tom Kim this week, and that's why I'm rolling with him. That's so funny. He loves the course in Cromwell, Connecticut, because they hate everyone unless you arrived in this country on the Plymouth. <laughs> on the fucking Mayflower. <laughs> on the Mayflower. 
All right, so those are the featured groups. I'm on Harris English, John Rahm, and Tom Kim. Words is on Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland. Who is going to be your third pick? Um, another guy who's kind of turned the page from uh, some injury stuff. Played really well at the U.S. Open. He's a Strixon brother of mine. Ziggy Ratsuyama! <laughs> wow. I did not see that one coming, words. I hope everyone else doesn't either. Uh, I figured he's probably going to be pretty trendy, but uh, maybe not. Uh, I'm ready to ride the Hideki train. It has been too goddamn long since his last win. Motherfucker is due. He still can't putt very well, but he has been ball striking the son of a bitch lately. So hopefully he can get something going a little bit in the Northeast there. I'm not sure he's ever played here, honestly. But uh, who cares, right? Hideki, he knows what he's doing. Strixon, Japanese deal. <laughs> no, uh, I, I like it. Words. He's he's at about forty-five to one odds. He's just ahead of last week's uh, champion, Wyndham Clark. He's sandwiched between him and Matt Fitzpatrick. So I think the odds makers like him. He's about the eighth, or it looks like the tenth betting favorite. So kind of surprised. I figured one of us might throw one out on old Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I think he's going to be a very, very popular pick this week. I have week. one more for Tommy, and I'm thinking. Maybe Hoylake, who Maybe. knows? Um, but yeah, Tommy, uh, I think Tommy's going to be very popular. I think, obviously, I think Tom Kim is going to get a fair amount of picks, too. Um, but who knows, words? Who knows? So, cool. I'm on Harris English, John Harris, Rahm, and Tom Kim. your bastard Kim, brother. Tom Kim, you're on Victor Hovland, the men from Norway, Colin Morikawa, and Hideki Matsuyama. Yes. Hey, and I actually need to get those picks in so I don't flub myself here. Oh, yeah, it was in, um, yeah, the other place. And, uh, yeah, I picked six people and I uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't get any in. But it happens. Um, all right, Johnny, well, you got anything else for our lovely listeners out there? No. Um, I guess here in about, like, 18 hours or so, 15 hours, we'll know the fate of those guys in the sub. And then the, that one guy will probably tweet about, like, Live tweet, fucking a, a whore. Who's <laughs> the stepson? Yeah, yeah he also uh, wanted to mention that he was single for whatever reason on that. I'm oh. single, ladies, so this isn't cheating. Oh, there was one more story I wanted to talk about. Did you see the Stephen F. Austin bowling coach's husband, who is an assistant coach, fucked someone on the team? <laughs> no, yeah. the guy or girls? Girls team, girls bowling team. This <laughs> two-time national champs. Oh wow! <laughs> tell me more. He just well, she looks like a bowling coach. I'll tell you that much. And uh, do you see what the girl looked like? Uh, you know, I didn't. They they never Some do some whore the bulls. No, they never do post the cool pictures of fucking the coach's yeah. fucking husband. Jesus, uh, it's that's aw- ruthless. It's awesome, is what it is. And the coach's husband is just like, hey, there's not a rule that says I can't do this. I don't know what the fucking problem yeah, is. Yeah, she's in college. It's not like I was fucking a fifteen year old. Jeez, guys. <laughs> Literally, not one rule in the rule book that says I can't do this. I bet they got drunk at the lane. And you want me to resi- resign? <laughs> they probably got dr- Wait, the coach's husband? Who's an assistant. Oh. But he, you need to Google <laughs> what he said. I was going to read the whole article, but it was, uh, you know, he's like, she was, she's gone all week, you know, at the events. And then when she gets back, she expects me to run practice. So, I, hey, I, I ran practice all right. I ran practice. Yeah. I ran a whole train of practice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I bet, it's like, 
just a page sporanic of uh, of bowling. It's like this hot juggy chick that he fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how could I not boinked her? Huh? <laughs> yeah, come on, look tell, at her. Tell me you wouldn't. Uh. Yeah, they got all liquored up in the lanes. They had a little extra session of practice. You know, they bowled an extra two or three games. You just got liquored up and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah. Anyways, uh, great story. I gotta read that. Yeah, it's a good one. I'll read it right now. It's a real page turner. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Fuck romance novels. That's the kind of shit I need right there. Yeah. That's a dream of mine. UCO have a bowling team? Oh, the best. You said <laughs> you said there's a new commissioner of the bowling league. Are you guys doing Yeah, it? he's been the commissioner for a few years and no, it's it's, it's looking done. grim. It's, it's looking done. grim. They're having it's like string bowling at this new place. It's such horseshit. Yeah. And then and apparently it's, it's about five times as much also. Boulevard, the place up there at South uh, South Edmond, the other league that we go to, literally went to talk to them like the day before. Before Cooper did so like apparently they gave their Thursday night slot to, to another league like a day before he went up there oh. yeah I was like dude there's Meridian Lanes let's just head down there no it's it they imploded Meridian Lanes too yeah that sucks so might be uh, what happened to the good old fashioned fucking bowling alley <laughs> where you can you know smoke sig smoke some fucking parliament lights and you know drink some flat beer that's gonna give you diarrhea because they haven't <laughs> changed the, yeah. the hose we uh I, I mentioned we just get a we just get like a party bus, a Paris limousine, like park every night. We park at the, the uh, you know, somewhere. And then we all just commute by this party bus to go to whatever lanes that's like 20 minutes away. We can go down to AMF in Norman. Hell, I don't care. Let's do it, man. It's worth a shot. Let's build some bowling alleys. Hey, what an investment that is. I got a dynamite deal. Hey, great bowling alley with golf simulators. Yeah. It's a winner. What's it's the, a winner. What's the meme? Uh, the Drake meme? Like, AI? No, miss me on that. <laughs> Bowling alleys? Okay, now we talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now we, we talking. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, man. Well, good show. Uh, happy you're back. It was fun. A lot easier when we're both here. Yes. I know you're getting ready to leave again, so that's fine. We'll just do it again. I'm sure we're going to get great reception on that fucking boat you're going to be on. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. I'll have Swanson come on. On deck. Uh, <laughs> Chapo. What is it on deck? Over deck? Overboard? What's, o- overboard. What's, what's the name of the show on TLC where they, the rich people just go abuse the people on the yacht? <laughs> below, uh, below, below deck. deck. Yeah, there we go. Below deck. Below I'm, deck. I'm going to be the, featured on below deck. I'm going to be like, yeah, this asshole, <laughs> this asshole just tipped the crew $100. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time he kept saying, who wants to come below deck? <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> blow me deck. <laughs> Conor McGregor over here. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Innocent. 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 Yeah. He would never do something yeah, like that. Come on. That chick, she was kind of fat. Come on. He'd only broken the fucking mascot's nose like five minutes prior. <laughs> know. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's end on that one. I hope you guys enjoyed the golf this week. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs>